What's up, y'all? It's your girl, AK, and we're tuned into AK Unfiltered. How's everyone doing today? I hope you all are doing extremely well. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. If you are a new listener, welcome. And if you're an OG, welcome back. So for today's episode, I'm essentially going to be talking about how I secured a full-time offer in a whole panoramic. And I'm not going to lie, I've been on the fence if I wanted to talk about this, but I feel as though, you know, this information can help someone. And then this information might actually give someone hope that if I could get a full-time offer in a panoramic, you can do that as well. So let's get into it. So first, what I did was I gave myself a time deadline. And I know some people are like, you know, you shouldn't give yourself a a time limit. Nah. I said to myself, girl, you need to get a full-time offer by the end of the year. So I actually got this full-time offer a couple of months ago. So in 2020, I'm now just talking about it because now things are more so solidified. But um, essentially, um, I gave myself a, 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 a time limit. And the reason why I did that is because, number one, hello, we're in a panoramic. That's number one. But number two, I realized I'm not the only one who's actually looking for a job right now. There are there are a lot of seniors who are trying to get full-time offers. And so I need to be on top of my shiznai. Now, giving yourself a time limit just kind of helps to propel you forward and helps you to really stay on top of your shiznai period. The next thing I did was I actually kind of narrowed down what I wanted to do after I graduated. So um, with me narrowing down what I wanted to do, that kind of helped me in terms of, okay, these are the companies I really should be looking at or trying to apply. These are the positions, even these are the positions that I really should be trying to apply for because these are the things that I am interested in. I want to learn more about. I want to cultivate my skills in but at the same time I need to keep my options open that's what you always got to do you always got to keep your options open especially because I'm an international business major now there's pros and cons that come with IB majors you know the cons if I had to talk about the cons first the cons is that there's not a lot of positions for us in these corporate companies there's not we would be better off in the government but not all of us want to work in the government I sure as heck do not want to work in the government you know what I'm saying so it's really hard for us IB majors to actually find positions that are dedicated for our majors point blank period especially because there's not even a lot of us to begin with so that's another thing um but the pros is just I think the pros is more so mindset you know, it changes the way you look at things. And then another thing is that, like I said before, there's not a lot of IB majors. So that in a way helps to create value for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I have value due to the fact that my major, not a lot of people major in this particular major. Okay. So that helps create value for me. You know what I'm saying? Everyone has value. It's all about it's all about creating that value and helping others others see the value that you have point blank period okay I know that's right anyways so what I did was it got to a point where I was actually extremely overwhelmed okay I was overwhelmed because you know running businesses also being 
in school at the same time and then we're also in a panoramic I said to myself you know what just give yourself two three days right so let's say Monday through Wednesday you take at least two hours of your day to apply to applications and so I was applying to mad jobs honestly speaking I can't even tell you how many applications I applied to companies I applied to because it's a lot and even up to now I still haven't heard back from a lot of the companies that I applied to <laughs> so you gotta keep going um I got a lot of rejections literally I had a lot of rejections I had interviews y'all there was one company there was one company where a manager actually contacted me through LinkedIn and essentially you know they contacted me because basically to put it into actual words they wanted more black people in their company they realized that they don't have enough black people in their company and so they you know the manager contacted me on LinkedIn and you know the manager set up um an interview with me and someone else and I had an interview with that person and it was good like it was a good interview it was all cool and shiznai and then a week later because apparently it's like two round interviews so I already had the first round and then the second round is where they invite people back for another interview but with more of their their managers I already got bad vibes from this company because I actually looked up the reviews online that's what you also want to do you also want to look at reviews online about these companies because you never know a position might be for you but the company itself might necessarily might not necessarily be for you and so you want to really really keep that in mind too you know what I'm saying so like I said before I already got bad vibes from this company especially because of the reviews but just when I went online to take a look at the the company's website it just gave me really really bad vibes it just gave me vibes that I couldn't necessarily grow and develop as I want to and so I already got bad vibes and the person who interviewed me actually contacted me and said oh we sent out um, we're not having second round interviews anymore because we sent out a lot of offers and in the back of my head I said to myself send them why did you why did this person contact me to interview me when you've been interviewing a lot of people and y'all already have had decisions and offers you know what I'm saying and gave out offers at this point what you did was you wasted my time that's what you did see a lot of people don't understand this your time is valuable and there's going to be people who are going to waste your time and that time you cannot get back that time that I spent with the interviewer I could have been applying to different applications I could have been cultivating under skills I could have been doing something else okay so you want to be mindful of that you know you want to be mindful of that your time is valuable and so when you look for these positions when you look for companies and stuff you got to realize what exactly do you kind of want to do you know what I'm saying that's why I said I pinpointed what exactly I want to do after I graduate so that way I'm not sitting here wasting my time you get it another thing you need to research the company a lot of people fail to do this but you should be researching the company especially when you have an interview with them so with my full-time offer um they contact me it was actually really like easy if I had to explain the process um I, I submitted my resume and I'm going to get into resume, but I'm going to get into resumes, but um, I also want to 
kind of let me backtrack a little bit even sometimes you actually got to go the extra mile so me personally speaking anytime i've applied for a company i never used a cover letter i am personally not a fan of cover letters but i decided you know what we're in a panoramic and so i gotta try harder you know what i'm saying i gotta try harder so i actually you know sometimes you gotta invest into yourself so i, I you know went on this website saw this website had um, some tools that could, you know, make my cover letter pretty, you know what I'm saying? And so I had to pay, I had to pay or whatever, but so I paid, I paid for the cover letter because, you know, you got to invest into yourself and you got to put in the effort. If you really, really want something, you got to really, really put in the effort. So I had mad cover letters from mad different companies, bro. And I had to switch it up and tailor it to each position that I was you know, applying to. There were some cover letters where I just had to change the company name, but whatever I sent in the cover letter applied to the position. But then there were some some companies where I actually had to change the um, the cover letter up a little bit so that way I can tailor whatever I'm saying, you know, whatever I want to the particular company. So I just want to put that out there. But um, with the company company that gave me a full time offer, um, all I did was I submitted my resume. They contacted me contacted me within like two three days. They said they were gonna give me an assessment, so I had to do an assessment in terms of like um, what you call it. I had to do, you know, in terms of what what's it called? Like I guess a behavioral assessment. That was that was one thing. So a behavioral assessment. That's one thing. Um, number two, I also had to do a simulator where it kind of, mm, see the company deals with retail. So that's actually one of the reasons why sometimes it's good to work in retail. Cause now I already have that experience. I worked in retail for how many years now? Since I was 14. I'm, I mean, I said 14, 17. Now I'm currently 21. So it's been four years. So I already have four years of experience in retail. And so they were asking in the simulator, they were asking some questions in terms of like, how would you go about this? If you had this situation or if you had to work with these two people, what would you do with these two people? So that's what the simulator was kind of like. And then I, for my interview, I actually had to do this whole Excel problem. So luckily I do have experience in Excel. Um, so that's good. But you know, when it comes to Excel, basic information, even the thing, even the Excel problem that I actually had to do, anybody could have looked it up online. Anybody could have looked it up online. Even if you didn't know shit about Excel, you could have just looked it up online and then boom, you know what I'm saying? Boom, you could have done the problem. And then when I had my interview, I had, how many interviews I had? I think I had one, two, I had four interviews back to back literally wait hold up. my first and I had my first interview then I had a two-hour break and then the last three interviews were back to back and they were like an hour 30 minutes so in total I had about let me count one two three four like five people interviewing me five people interviewing me and then the next day after the interview boom they gave me a full-time offer boom boom gave me a whole full-time offer literally the day after the interview they gave me a full-time offer so so I was super duper excited definitely super duper excited to work with the company um but yeah I just made sure that the position this is something that I actually am interested in this is something that I really want to do and this is going to allow me to develop personally and professionally point blank period um 
so before I get more deep into certain things, I want to talk about interview, right? Um, when you're doing an interview, you want to do it in the STAR method. So when they ask you a behavioral question, when they ask you, and this is more so for behavioral questions, yeah, behavioral questions, technical questions, it depends on what the technical question is. Um, so if you don't know the difference between technical questions and behavioral questions, behavioral questions are more so like, um, give me a time where you were faced with a difficult problem and how you solve that issue and so you would use the star method which is you will start with the situation then you will start you start with the situation then you move on to the task you move on to the action and then you end it off with the result and so you can look this up on youtube there are a lot of people who explain how to use the star method properly better than I can. And like I said before, you want to be able to research into the company and actually look at things because there were questions that the interviewers asked me that were tailored to the company. And so if you didn't do your research, like me, I actually <laughs> looked up information on the company the day before my interview. Don't do that, okay? Don't do that. You want to make sure that you know your information before the interview at least two three days before the interview you know your you know your information so that way you're really really prepared the reason why I was able to kind of you know get away with it a little bit is because of the simple fact that hello I'm home I was able to pull up certain things and have it on my desktop and just if I forgot anything I can refer back to it you know what I'm saying so yeah that's what you want and then another thing you want to ask questions a lot of people forget to ask questions, but you should be asking questions. And the questions is not necessarily for them. It's really for you because you want to make sure that the company, you and the company would be a good fit. Because you got to understand, you got to work at this company. This company is paying you. Okay, period. This is not, you know, this is not retail where you can get away with certain things. This is now a full-time job that you're looking at. You get me? So these questions that you're asking, you got to ask these questions not for them, but for you. So one of the questions I asked was, you know, how are the way, how, like, what are some ways that the company um, has supported its employees through the pandemic? That is a key thing that you want to ask now, because if a company is not necessarily supporting its employees through this pandemic, then the company might not necessarily be for you. Regardless, a company I want to say a company is supposed to take care of you. I want to say that. But a company is supposed to care about its employees, okay? And the fact that things are happening with, you know, the pandemic, if an if a company is not showing that it cares about its employees, the same employees that's helping the company make a shit ton of money, then, you know, the company might not necessarily be for you. But you know what, y'all? We are about to take a quick little break. I hope you are, you know, writing some notes down because I'm dropping a lot of gems and especially you can share these gems with your people. So we're going to take a little quick break, but we'll be right back. And we are back. I hope you all enjoyed that mini little break. Now let's really get back into the episode. So now referring to the interviews, you know, you want to really make sure that you are confident during your interview. You know what I'm saying? And the best way to be confident in your interview is to, number one, know your shit. Be comfortable with answering questions. If you've never been asked behavioral questions, 
you know, get one of your friends, your family members, someone you know who can actually give you feedback and advice based off of your answers, you know, so that way you can get comfortable with answering these questions. Me personally speaking, I've had a lot of interviews, so I don't necessarily get nervous when I have an interview because I know exactly what I need to do when I'm going into an interview. When it comes to your resume, you need to be able to speak about what's on your resume. You need to speak about how you benefited from the from whatever position you had or from whatever you did, you know, what exactly about that position or about that organization or about what you did, like literally, how did it benefit you? How did it bring value to your life? And then you also have to talk about how you brought value to that organization or to, you know, whatever the position is, because the recruiter has to see that you can be a valuable asset to the company because you got to understand, let me really, you know, break things down for you all. Our degrees ain't shit anymore. And the reason why our degrees ain't shit anymore is because everybody in their moms is getting degrees now. Before, if you got a degree, that really helped you a lot. I'm not saying degrees don't help. I'm just saying that right now, our degrees don't really mean anything because it's the skill. It's the skills that's really going to set you apart from, you know, the next candidate. And so for people who are still in college, junior, sophomore, this is the time, even seniors too, this is the time that you find something that you like or or you're interested in and you cultivate that skill because you never know. That skill can literally help you build a business where you can teach people that skill. You know what I'm saying? It's the skill. It's the skill set that really matters now in companies. It's not these degrees. These degrees help you get in the door, but you know what I'm saying? It's really the skill set that's going to keep you at the company and it's going to make you a valuable asset. You have to realize that you hold value, but the best way to increase your value is to increase your knowledge increase your experience and increase your skill you know what I'm saying in the school of business at Howard you know one thing the school of business does that's really really good that I feel as though it's beneficial to us students is that we are able to present so when it comes to presenting I'd be killing it all the time because now I'm comfortable with presenting I'm comfortable with talking because I know to an extent how to command an audience and how to speak my shiznai respectfully and be confident about it. And the reason why I'm able to do that is because I know my shit, okay? When you know your information, when you talk about it, you'll know what you're talking about because you have the knowledge to talk about it. You get it? And so that already boosts your confidence, period. Period. You have to realize that you are valuable and you have to build skills to make yourself more valuable because if you have skills that make yourself more valuable what's going to happen you know two three years down the road while you're working at this company you can negotiate for a higher pay because you've increased their value so if you start increasing your value now only god knows how much money you can make right and 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 let's also take a look at the money portion because a lot of people are obviously obviously trying to get jobs that pay good of course we need the money where are we going where the money resides period per but when you're looking at a job you have to look at how can you benefit 
from the job? What are the things that you can learn? How can you, you know, evolve your skill set? You know what I'm saying? That's what you should really be looking at before the money. Money is the goal, but it's not everything. It's about what can you learn that can take you far, take you farther in life. Things that you can Im- implement in your own personal life. See, the the thing, how I explain it, my position, whatever I'm learning is going to benefit me in my personal life. That's why I applied to the position in the first place. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And then when they came with the offer and I saw my salary, I said, oh, shit, period, per. You know what I'm saying? Because let me tell you, my salary is actually higher than an entry, like an average entry level salary. Like if I had to really be honest. Okay. Now I also had a goal salary as well. I also had a a goal salary. I'm not going to say the number. I had a goal salary. And with that goal salary, when they came with the offer, the offer was only 5,000 less from my goal salary. So I said, this is, this is good because I was able to find something that was within what I was looking for. Not only is this is a position that I actually want and I know that I can learn from, but it's also paying me well. And I wasn't even looking at the money aspect on some real shit's naive. You know what I'm saying? So don't go into a position. Don't go into a job looking at from a money perspective. Go into it about what can I actually learn from this and how can I scale this? That's what you. That's really what you should be looking at. Okay. Now, when it comes to the interviews, make sure you're wearing. You can never go wrong with a simple white button down and a black, you know, suit top. Okay. When I had my interview, my bottoms, I was wearing shorts. But I was wearing a, a white button down and I was also wearing a black um, suit top. Feel me? Obviously, if I was in person, you know, it would be better. And this is and even in person. You got to make sure that you're dressed nice. First impressions are everything. Everything. OK, if we were in person, if your interview is at 9 a.m., you got to be there by at least 820. And the reason why I say you got to be there by 820 is because you don't know who you could talk to, right? You don't know who's there, who you could talk to. You might meet a manager of a department that's big, talk to them, get to know them, try to figure out, you know, what are the things they like in the company and whatnot. And they might like you so much that even if the position you applied for, you didn't get that position, that manager might say, no, I want that person. I'm going to interview that person. Boom gave you an an offer as i mentioned before you really want to ask them questions in the interview and it's for you it's not for them so as i said i talked about what has the company helped like done to help the employees during the pandemic i also asked them what a typical work day looked like you know you want to know these things because you're gonna (laughs) this is what you're gonna do when you graduate so you want to look at what a typical work day looked like something that really you know really really like I liked about about what they you know the the recruiters the interviewers what they said was you know they said that every day looks different for them they don't do the same thing every day and that's what I like when I had my internship I was doing the same thing every single day literally same shit different day and you don't want that because you're not you're not growing (laughs) in any you're not growing professionally which is 
really bad because now you've become stagnant in your career. You don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? You want to grow progressively and you want to learn skills that you can scale over time and that you can actually profit off of these skills in the long run. Because let me really be honest with you, in the school of business, they don't really teach us skills that we can, mm, let me not say that. I would say they don't teach us the, the the skills, the platforms that now these companies such as Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Apple, they're not teaching us the software and the platforms that these companies are using for their businesses. Because now Tableau is really blowing up. More companies are using Tableau now. And guess what? We don't got no class in the school of business that teaches Tableau. The only reason why I know about Tableau and I have some familiarity with it is because of my internship. My internship was the first time I've ever seen Tableau, heard of Tableau, whatever. So as I said before, you need to really build your skills and really cultivate your skills. Point blank, period. What else do I want to touch up on? Don't give up. You know what I'm saying? There were times where I was just like, bro, like, I don't think I'm going to get a full-time offer. Like, I was really nervous as fuck, bro. Like, I was pressed. I was pressed. I said, girl, you need to get a full-time offer. So, when it came to this interview, I prayed. I prayed. That's what I did. I prayed. And then I looked in the mirror and I said to myself, girl, you got this. You know who the fuck you are. You got this. You a beast. You a boss. You, period. And you need to show that to them. Like you on you 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 about your business. You're not here just to fuck around. You 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 about your business. And they they felt what I had to say when I was, you know, talking about it, talking about certain things with them. You know, there was some some of the interviewers were just like, hmm, you know what I'm saying, hmm. But I do think a question that everybody should be asking these companies is. What are some ways that the company is trying to make its company culture more inclusive? Because there's a difference there's a difference between inclusivity and diversity. When you say, oh, our company is diverse, that's just telling me you've got black people, Asians, whatever, whatever. You're looking at it from a numbers perspective. But inclusivity is more so of how am I making our company culture and how am I making people who come into this company feel comfortable? How how am I making them feel included? Because at the end of the day, if I'm, listen, y'all, when I had my internship, I was the only black person on the team. And I felt it. I felt it. Okay? I felt it. All right? But because I was comfortable in my blackness, because I was proud of my blackness, because I know how powerful my blackness was, I was able to you know, do my shiz naive, be on my boss shiz naive, you know what I'm saying? And then another thing, another thing, right? When it comes to these companies, you gotta also take a look at their network. Is their network expansive? Because you can use that to your advantage. They're, listen, knowledge is free. Knowledge is free. All you have to do is seek it out, period. Knowledge is free. Sometimes you're going to have to pay for it. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you're going to have to pay for it. But there is knowledge out there that's free and it can be valuable to you. You just have to seek it out. Point blank period, y'all. 
So I'm trying to think of what else helped, you know. Um, yeah, you know, be resilient, persevere. Um, another thing, I definitely do think that if you want a job, you need to look at the companies that are making money right now. Because if they're making right now a shit ton of money right now in the pandemic, even when the pandemic is over, they're still going to make money. They're still going to make money. There's companies right now that are not surviving. They're not surviving, period. And these are companies that you can tell are not going to be long lasting. So you need to find a company that's long lasting and that will help you, excuse me, in terms of building your career because you know that I have a job you know what I'm saying this job is not necessarily gonna go anywhere unless I do some shit and they gotta fire me you feel me so look at companies that are making money right now those are the companies that you really should be applying to because these are the companies that are going to be you know on on the on the what's 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 the word I'm looking for on the prowl to hire people Okay. Also know your why. Why do you want the position? Obviously, we want the position because we want to make money. Duh. Like, hello. Hello. You know what I'm saying? But you really want to know why you want the position. Because in terms of looking at it from an interviewer's perspective, when someone knows why they want the position, how they can benefit from the position, and how they can also bring value to the company, that's everything because at least I know that you're not in it just for the money. You're here to work. You know what I'm saying? You're here to work. You're here to be about your business, especially because this is a business. You feel me? So that's what you got to keep in mind. Um, yeah, that's really how I got a full time offer in a whole panoramic. The reason why I'm not talking about the company um it's just because you know this is my full-time job you know what i'm saying i don't want to you know i don't want to say too much you know what i'm saying if you know the company you know the company if not then not but hopefully this helps people out there um i definitely think you know more people should be talking about how they got their full-time offers because there are just people who just don't know this information you know you gotta apply I applied, bro. I applied to so many companies. Like I said before, I don't even remember how many companies I applied to, how many applications I did. I just knew I need to find an opportunity for myself. You know what I'm saying? You have to create opportunities for yourself. A lot of people don't realize this, but nobody's coming to save you. Nobody is coming to save you. And so you got to save yourself. So you got to be on top of your shit. If you don't know something, look it up, research, gain knowledge in it. Make yourself valuable. You are valuable. It's also it's all it's all about creating value that other people can see and that can invest and spend their money into. Cause regardless, you know, when it comes to a job, when someone's paying you, they're essentially investing into you. And so with that investment, you gotta you gotta figure out how can I use my job, my position, my company to my advantage how is this going to serve my interest in the long run or even in the short you know short term so those are some of the questions that you gotta ask yourself you know what i'm saying but yeah that's like i said that's how i got my full-time job in a panoramic i hope you all enjoyed today's episode if you have any questions please dm me on instagram 
and follow me also at I'm dot AK underscore underscore that is the letter I the letter M dot AK with two underscores once again I hope this information you know is beneficial to all of you but oh I forgot to talk about this resume resumes when it comes to resumes y'all listen y'all I could talk about resumes because when I was a team leader I had to review resumes and some people's resumes were bad okay they were bad period but you know because your girl was reviewing them I was able to you know help some of my team members out but when it comes to your resume you got to make sure that everything is aesthetically pleasing um the font is the same um there's certain there's certain things that you want to really really like make sure you have on your resume I kind of wish that you know I could really have something that I can show y'all to what it what it looks like of a good resume huh let me pull up my resume so I can have a reference of what I'm talking about because a lot of people when it comes to resume some people your resume won't even get you an interview because it just it looks bad it's out of place it's out of order so and I personally have a resume template that I got a couple of years back and I've been using and I love the template so much especially because anytime I use this resume a lot of people say oh yeah your resume looks good your resume looks you know aesthetically pleasing you know what I'm saying depending on your major it depends because there's some majors where you know you can get creative with your resume but for me I kind of like that standard resume um just because to me it's just better uh like of course you know you want to get I think personally speaking when it comes to cover letters yeah you could be creative but I think when it comes to resumes you really should be it should be standard so you know first you want to have your name at the top bolded next you want to have your address so where you permanently live next under that you want to have your email address next to your phone number and next to your LinkedIn Okay. If you don't have a LinkedIn, you need a LinkedIn. If you don't know what a LinkedIn is, it's basically a profession, a professional Facebook. So this is like a platform where you just talk about, you know, business and, you know, how I spend it. Yeah, you just talk about business. It's professional, you know. So you gotta keep it professional. You know, your profile picture gotta be like suit and stuff like that. You know, you want it to be professional. I'm not necessarily really active on LinkedIn. Um, I just have it just because of the simple fact that this is another gem so basically um I don't use my last name on social media okay I use my first and middle name and I kind of got this from my mom and I'm glad she you know she told me this when I was younger when I was younger I actually got a Facebook and my mom saw that I had a Facebook and she was like to me you know she saw that I had my 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 last name on there and she said to me you know take your last name off there so I don't know why she I think she didn't want me to use my last name because she knew that companies like when I got older companies sometimes are going to do background checks and try to look on your social media that's what they're going to try to do and so if you're using your first and last name a lot it's going to be so easy to find you on social media like literally it's so easy to find people on social media because they use their first and last name for everything I don't. I use my first and middle name. It's gotten to a point where people actually think my middle name is my last name because that's how much I use it. But um, I I had to make a LinkedIn so that way if companies are looking me up, 
they look at my first and middle name. Sometimes they, I mean, my first and last name. Sometimes they do include the middle name, but typically they just really look up your first and last name. When they look up my first and last name, all they're really going to find is some school stuff and my LinkedIn. And that's it. Because like I said, when it comes to social media, I do not use my last name for anything, period. You know what I'm saying? Period. I don't like having my last name on certain things because people don't realize this, but everybody has a digital footprint. And so when you're using your last name a lot, when you're using your last name for certain things, it's going to be really, really easy to find you period okay anyways let's get back into the resume so then you want to have your education so I have my education I have my school my cumulative GPA I have my major my concentration um, honors awards relevant coursework so when it comes to relevant coursework you want to tailor it to the company you're applying for and so with this comp with this company I had to tailor it a little bit so with the relevant coursework, I put accounting one and two, business communications, because it's really important to actually be able to communicate, okay? Uh, finance principles, and I did principles of international business. That's what I did, okay? Then I went with experience. Oh, why is that there? Fuck, okay, I got to change that. That's weird. Um, Hold up, y'all. I got to try to change something. Okay, cool. Shit, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so for experience, um, like I said, not mm, high experience. This is why I think this is called a CV, but a CV basically has every single thing you did. And so I have another like resume that ha- kind of has like every single thing I did just in case I got to switch some things around. Um, but yeah, for my experience, I use the fact that I'm an employer relations intern that actually really helps a lot getting that in like that intern well this is really work study but getting that position really helped a lot because that helped me work with um companies so even then I already have some experience with working with companies and recruiters so that helped next thing I have my internship with that fortune 500 company if you know you know if you don't oh well and then next I have you know Saks I had to book Saks on there because like I said this company kind of deals with retail and I have experience in retail so I had to put that there then next after that I have leadership and personal development so my leadership I did a lot of shit okay um I was chief of staff for this organization I was then chief of staff ambassador for another organization I was a team leader and another thing you want to do is that you want to quantify your your um you want to quantify under each bullet point for the position so for example for the team leader i said selected as one of 42 students to lead and manage up to 20 income incoming freshman students for the 2018-2019 school year so i bolded selected you know i bolded selected because you want to bold these vocab these um these vocab words is it is a verb yes verb Mm -hmm. you want to bold these verbs and you want to be able to use you know advanced vocabulary you know what i'm saying 
so you bold that and then you also bold the number so I bolded 42 and I bolded 20 that's really really important for companies to see that um, because honestly speaking recruiters they recruiters and interviewers they really just skim over your resume so when you bold these things it kind of helps them get through the the resume then I also had um, this thing from like freshman year that I did. I did this thing with J.P. Morgan, Chase and Co. Then after that, I had other skills and interests. So with technical, I put iMovie, I put Microsoft Office. When you put Microsoft Office, you want to actually, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You want to pinpoint what exactly you're, you're good at. So I'm good at Word, I'm good at PowerPoint, I'm good at Excel, and I'm good at Outlook. The reason why I'm good at Outlook is due to my internship that I had. The reason why I'm good at Excel is because I use Excel um, when I was in work study and in school. PowerPoint, back in like high school, I used to use PowerPoint all the time. So I'm a beast when it comes to PowerPoint. And then Word, you know, with Word, there's a lot of things I know how to do with Word. So when it comes to Microsoft, Microsoft Office, you really want to pinpoint what exactly you know. Don't just say Microsoft Office because Microsoft Office has access. Access is one of the hardest shit I've ever seen. That shit is hard as fuck, okay? That shit is hard as fuck. You do not want to put Microsoft Office because they might ask you a question about that. And if you cannot talk about your skill, bro, just don't put it on your resume. Don't put it on your resume. Next, I put interest. So I put law, financial literacy, developing and redesigning applications. So when I say applications, I mean like apps, Instagram. Um, and they, you know, what's crazy. They actually asked me about that. I'm not going to get into it, but they asked me about that. So, you know, it's really important that you talk about when you put these things, you need to be able to talk about them. So don't put anything on your resume that you cannot talk about. The next thing I put is I did volunteering because I actually like volunteered for like two, three years, bro. And then I put technology. I'm really, really interested in technology. It's really important to have some type of expertise in technology. Um, honestly speaking, that's why my concentration is computer information systems. Low key, I was thinking to myself, damn, I should have made it finance, but to me but me actually having a concentration as com computer information systems that even makes me a lot more valuable because not only do I have expertise when it comes to well let me not say expertise but somewhat knowledge when it comes to international business I also have knowledge when it comes to IS and regardless companies use technology technology is not going anywhere if anything it's evolving and so if you have you know knowledge in that that really really sets you apart you can make a lot of money as a computer information systems major or a computer science major period period that shit is not going nowhere i'm just letting y'all know then lastly i have skills so I put um, I put leadership, time management, communication, teamwork, continuous process improvement over the time. I actually have to, you know, redo this whole resume. But that's really my resume, y'all. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like I said before, you want to make sure that your resume is aesthetically pleasing. If it looks crazy, 
they're not even going to give you the time of day point blank period and so yeah i'm done i hope that was informational for you all but yeah make sure y'all follow me on instagram at i'm.ak with two underscores you know we have reached the end of you know today's episode sadly i really really hope this information this um this episode was informational for you all who are listening like i said if i was able to get a full-time offer in a panoramic so can you you just gotta be on top of your shit you gotta actively look for opportunities there's opportunities out there you just have to look for them and you have to make sure that these opportunities are serving your interest and that's is that's just on what y'all that's just on period per i already know the vibes but anyways make sure y'all share this episode with your friends your family your loved ones or anyone that you might think might you know need this information and that's just on what period um thank you so much for tuning into ak unfiltered this is your girl ak and your girl ak is out bye y'all